Good evening. <clears throat> it is Kaf Kislev. Drink some water. I got this head cold that's just kind of hanging out. I apologize for the sniffling of the coffee in the last few weeks. Um, <clears throat> fine. So, we are in Periktes of Megillus Esther. Um, so we had, the Jews had uh, light and joy and, and rejoicing and preciousness. Um, okay, right, so the Pasuk says, Right, this was the Mama Chazal that I knew existed, but I don't remember at all what it said. Um, looked it up. It's in the, I found, um, I got a whole bunch of books. don't really ever put them. But I got a whole bunch of books now, thank God. So, in Gemara Megillah, it says, on Tet Zayin Amud Beis, <coughs> our Pasuk, um, of course, going back a little, this is in Perik Ches, uh, to the Jews there was light and joy and rejoicing and preciousness. So, Amar Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda says, Oira, Zotoira, right? What does it mean the Jews had light? Light is Torah. So too, he says, right? In uh, Devarim, or Mishle, it says, a nair is a candle, mitzvah is a candle, and Torah is light. Great. Simcha, right? We The Jews had light in Simcha. What's Simcha? Simcha is a Yom Tov. Simcha is a Yom Tov. Also, Rabbi Huda continued to say, V'samachta v'chagecha, right? The Pasuk says, V'samachta v'chagecha, right? So Simcha, Yom Tov, easy. Sason, the 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 third word, Sasan zomila, Sasan uzbris mila, v'chenu omer. So he says, Sas anechi alimascha, which is from Tilim. Okay, uh, I rejoice on your words, right? And I'm, I think imrascha, mila. The word mila means means brit mila, means circumcision, but also mila literally means word. So. Sas, rejoice, I rejoice on your word. What is your word? Your amira is, your mila is brit mila. Okay, I think. Vaikar, and the word yikar, what is yikar? Elut filin, is it filin ken hu omer? So he says, Vara'u kol ame ha'aretz, ki shema shenikra alecha, v'yiru mecha. So the Pasuk he brings to say that filin is yakar, is precious, is and see all the the nations in the land, the people of the land, right? Ki shem Hashem because that the name of God is called upon you, the Yerumi Mecca, and they'll be afraid of you, right? So this is this is really sort of um what are we talking about? We're talking about Torah and Simchas Yom Tov and Brit Milah and Tefillin. But feeling is also uh, and this is this is one of the uh, one of the motivating factors behind the Lubavitcher Rebbe's mitzvah campaign, right in 1967, when he when when we we're at war uh, in 67, <clears throat> so Lubavitcher Rebbe sent guys out doing feeling all day, all day, all day, all day to put feeling on people, because drawing from this mamar, he knew that if we if we had tefillin, then our nation, the, the the other nations, our enemies would be afraid of us. 
And uh, Tachos saying that something worked, thank God. Um, and um, it's also good timing today is, is right now it's Chav Kislev. Today, of course, was Yod Tess, the 19th of Kislev, which is the date that the, the, the Balatanya, the Rabbeinu Azakin, the first Lubavitch Rebbe, Rav Shneir Zalman of Liadi, Zechot Tzadik, he was freed from prison <coughs> today, many years ago. Uh, ask your local Chabad rabbi exactly what year it was. Um, and there's a story I heard by him that uh, whenever, right, the, he was in prison, but they knew he was like special. They treated him different, so he. He was allowed to have visitors, uh, you know, here and there, and he was allowed to put on tefillin and such. And um, the Hasidim, when they'd come by, they noticed when the when the Rebbe was wearing his tefillin, the the Russians like w- wouldn't want to go near him, right? And oh no, that's another thing. Okay, so there's another place where it, where it discusses this, and it says Elut tefillin Shiva Rosh. Does Rashi say that? Is that Rashi here? Hang on. I haven't learned Gemara in so long. I mean, Shapir Shai Esther, Koresh, Zarish, Shechazman. This is one of these old editions where the, the Rashi isn't written so clearly. I mean, it's not like in bolts, so it's not easy to find what I'm looking for. So if it doesn't seem to say anything, you must say fair. Fine, we're going to pretend like it doesn't say anything, even if it doesn't. Ki ima say, Divrei Tzilas, Kach Smuchi, Nukrit. Okay, fine. Fine, so I don't know. So there's another place where it says that the tefillin shibarosh is what brings fear, right? That are, the tefillin that are in the head, specifically, right? <clears throat> and the Balatanya, so the Balatanya were tefillin, the Russians didn't want to be around him, and the Hasidim asked, they're like, what, what's going on? Um, why are the Russians afraid of you? And he, he brings, the, I guess, not this Mamre Chazal, I guess there's another one, where it says... Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, oh, I, I stopped too soon, oh my gosh, continuing, ah, uh, the whole thing continues, sorry, so, they'll be afraid of you, okay, okay, that's a funny language, Shebeirosh, that are in the head, right? So when the Hasidim asked the Balatanya, he brought this Mamar Chazal, and he said, says, you put, you have Tefillin Shebeirosh, they'll be afraid of you. And the Hasidim were like, but yeah, but we put on Tefillin, and they're not afraid of us. <coughs> and he said, the Mamar says, doesn't say Tefillin Shelrosh, which is how the Tefillin are called, it's, one goes on the hand, one goes on the, on the head, they're called Tefillin Shel Yad and Tefillin Shelrosh. Right, so this Lashon Shebeir Rosh is funny. That is in the head, literally. And he said, right, because you have Tzvillin Al Harosh, and I have Tzvillin Shebeir Rosh, in my head. Right, so you get Tzvillin in your head, and uh, and you will strike fear in the heart of your enemies, says the Balatanya. Um, fine, so I just wanted to bring that up and uh, share that once again. That kind of goes back to what I was saying before about this vision of the Ula, 
it's really it's really like a simple thing, right? Like the the right, Lubavitcher Rebbe had his campaign, uh, his ten ten mitzvahs, which is what you know, tznias uh, and and mikvah and mezuzah and tzedakah box and tefillin and um, uh, holy books in the house and kashrus, Shabbos candle. I don't know. I know there's ten things. I don't know how many I just mentioned. It's probably seven, eight, nine things I just mentioned. Whatever. So Lubavitcher had his campaign, how to how to speak to to our generation, and uh, and here's Mordechai with his own campaign, right, of Torah and Yom Tov and Brit Milah and Tefillin. So. And, and that's what we had. We were, we were, Mordechai is elevated, and um, the whole city of, of Shushan is happy, right? The, they start off Navoch, right? It's funny, it's, it's like all these things happen to the Jews, but the whole city, the city is Navoch at the beginning when, when uh, Achashver, when Haman makes his decree. And now that Mordechai is on top, they're, they're full of joy, uh, mirth and joy. And then they had Torah and Yom Tov <coughs> and Brismilla and Tefillin. Um, right? Is that like we weren't allowed to have those things? Right? Were those things... Because um, we have, right, in various times and various places, uh, been outlawed from Torah study, outlawed from uh, holiday observance, outlawed from Brismilla, outlawed from... Uh, have you ever been allowed? I don't know if you can outlaw Tefillin. I feel like it's too, it's too easy to conceal. Um... But uh, yeah, so so the gaula, the gaula we're, we're seeing here is really pretty simple. It's really pretty simple. We're not seeing, you know, laser, you know, Jewish space lasers destroying our enemies. We're not seeing, uh, you know, binyan beta megdash. We're not, it's it's very pashut. Even the gaula itself is within sort of the the the, the galistic, uh velt, right? That we we dafka we stay we don't leave um, Persia we don't go back to Eretz Israel at the end of the story, right? As Chazal tells us, as I've mentioned before, in the, the the rules of Hallel, right? The threat remains, right? The threat of Achashverosh is still still here, right? The whole drama's over and Yeh Haman's dead and the sons are about to die and it's great, but Achashverosh was really the one that that signed off on the whole Haman debacle. Humman Gate. Um, Achashverosh is still there. Right? He's still sitting in the crown. He's still sitting on the throne wearing the crown. Fine. Tess. Perak Tess says, And in the twelfth of the month, which was oh, excuse me. And in the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, in the thirteenth day of it, that the, the Word of the king and his uh, rules, his traditions, got there to be done. On the day that the the enemies of the Jews had thought it reasonable to to rule over them, and it was flipped, right? Got flipped upside down. Hayehudim hema b'sunehim, right? Asher yishlatu, hayehudim hema b'sunehim, right? 
uh, so on the 13th day, on the 12th month, on the 13th day of the month, right, on the places where the, the, the word of the king got to, so the Jews <coughs> flipped it upside down on their, <coughs> on their tormentors, and those who wanted to rule over them, they got ruled over. Right, this is this, this is an interesting... Later, you know, in the next Pasuk, I think, whatever, it later says explicitly that they fought them and they killed them, but the initial the initial readout, the initial description is just Shlita. It's just who gets to be in charge. Shlita means like the Shlot means to rule. Uh, a Sholet is a real... It's like the word Sultan, right? Um, <coughs> and... Um, Right, right. What is Mordechai's? Once again, maybe I sound like a broken record, but Mordechai is—he really just just changed two things. He said, "You're allowed to gather in public, and you're allowed to defend yourselves." And just with those two things, the Jews were able to destroy all of their enemies. The Jews were able to to uh, strategize. Were able to um, form militias. And uh, you know, defeat their enemies. It doesn't say how many Jews died, right? But but we know we, in the end, we got all the 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 bad guys, right? Um, which is why you understand why so few governments are interested, including the American government, are, are interested in people speaking freely and people having uh, free access to self-defense weaponry, right? The cops can have guns. Right, the terrorists can have guns. Um, that's all fine, but regular citizens, you know, that's not. Uh, you know, the criminals can have guns. The Taliban can have guns. Um, you know, the Russian, the world's most prolific Russian arms dealer, he can have guns. He can go free. Right, we'll trade him for some basketball player who hates America. That's that's a great idea. Um, but for you little simple people, no, 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 no. If you can speak freely and you can, uh, freely access guns and defend yourselves, then, uh, you know, you could accomplish just about anything, apparently. So says Megillus Esther. Right, so if you live in a country that, uh, either doesn't, doesn't want you to, that, that either will will censor your speech, like America, for instance, or a country that will um, work to deny you your your God-given right to defend yourself, like America, for instance, or Canada. Canada well, Canada's way big. Uh, Israel has Israel. Um, I don't know. I don't really follow Israeli uh, politics or news, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's, it, it all happens, I like, I, I could read the news if I wanted to, I could understand the news if I wanted to, I just don't care enough, it all seems so silly here, um, it, it feels, it just, the, the feel of it to me feels like, yeah, I voted, because it's like, whatever, it's the best we got, you know, I, I put in some, you know, I voted for Ben Gvir, of course, um, but, um, I don't see any great change coming simply because the, 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 the Israeli government is so um, not just corrupt, but crooked. Crooked in its foundation. I'm not going to get into it here. That's not the point. But um, how does Israel rank? I don't know. Well, we can't... 
I mean, we, we definitely, like, we can't go into, like, Arab villages. We can't go into mosques. I can't just go walk into a mosque. That wouldn't go well. There's signs outside of the Arab villages near me that say, Jews keep out under, you know, pain of death. Because if we wander into an Arab village, they might kill us. Um, that's freedom of movement. Is that freedom? I mean, during Corona, Israel was, was pretty, pretty happy to restrict our access to uh, going outside going to shul, right, I was called a uh, murderer, um, and my whole shul, we were all called murderers, because we, we kept having minion, shh, don't tell, don't tell the Shabbat, um, and how is Israel in terms of, like, gun rights, um, if you live in certain areas of the country, you can get a gun, I'm not sure, it's, it's a hassle, but it's, uh, it's definitely not as free as it is in America, but there's a lot of people with guns here, so it's not, it's not hard, not hard to get, apparently. Um, they do regulate the heck out of it. There are, I have heard stories about people going to jail for doing things like firing a warning shot when some Arab is coming at them um, uh, to do them harm. So, I, you know, it's not uh, not always so, so good out here. Um... And then I don't think it's so easy to get a gun, or maybe it's impossible to get a gun if you don't, if one does not live or work <coughs> in places where uh, Arabs are regular to go. Regular, accustomed, excuse me, that's that's my Hebrewish coming out. Um, fine, little tangent, okay, you know, we're talking about First Amendment, Second Amendment, might as well just turn this into a whole politics podcast, um... Which we, you know, some of, some of you might feel like it is anyway. But anyway, fine. So we 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 got to rule over them, and the only thing that changed was we were allowed to go outside and speak freely, and we were given permission to defend ourselves. Um, which you'd think would be a pretty universal right, but I guess that's just because I'm from America, right? Where they made self-defense, they 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 codified it quite clearly that uh, one's right to owning a firearm uh, shall not be infringed upon because the right to uh, self-defense is universal. Um. So yeah, so that's all. <clears throat> that's all we needed, and we did it, and we we beat our enemies, and we destroyed them. And how do we do it? Pasuk Beis. Nikalu hayehudim ba'arehem be'arehem v'chol medinos ha'melech achashverosh. The Jews gathered in the cities in all the countries of the king achashverosh. Lishloach yad b'mavak she'ra'atam. Right, so that's, that's, they did, Mordechai gave them permission to gather, they gathered, and he gave them permission to, to defend their lives. So they did that too. V'ish lo amad b'fnehem. And no man... No man stood bifnehem, and there's this. It says Nogim It's the minhag of Chabad because this is Chabad Megillah that I'm learning from. Is uh, the minhag of Chabad is to say ve'ish lo amad bifnehem, which is how it's written, and then to say again ve'ish lo amad lifnehem, which is not written. But we say ve'ish lo amad bifnehem, and no man stood before them. And and no man stood <coughs> um, before that. I don't know. I don't know how to translate the subtleties. 
I don't know. Uh, because fear of the Jews fell among on all the 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 goyim, all the surrounding nations, right? Which is what we saw the in the in the Gemara Gemara Megillah um, says is going to happen when we when we do uh, when we do Mordechai's tefillin campaign and we put on tefillin. And all of the ministers of the countries, and the Achash Darpanim, which is some other ministers, and the lesser ones, the Oise Malacha, and those that do Malacha, what is Oise Malacha? Rashi says, Those who are appointed to take care of the king's needs. Um, you know, washing his horse, prepping his uh, laundry, sweeping his floor, right? So, it's it's saying all of the different, all of the ranks of the of the civil service, um, were on board here. There's the Sari Medinos, right? That's the, uh, you know, the the, the UN and the um, the EU and uh, the president and the Rosh Memshala. Right, the head, the head guys, and the achash darpanim, and the achash darpanim, which is some other lower class of dignitary, and the pachais and the lesser ones, the osei melacha, and even those that you know the, you know the security services and the janitorial staff at the at the king's palace, asher the melech, the all these people that belong to the king, menasim etayudim, they elevated. Write that word again. Right, we have the whole. Laset no sechen. That word keeps getting repeated. And they elevated the Jews. And they elevated the Jews because the fear of Mordechai fell upon them. What does it mean they elevated the Jews? Right? What does it mean? Does it mean like, did they have their own month? Right? Like a Jewish pride month? Right? Where all of the, um, maybe they had, where all of the international, uh, hugest corporations in the world would um, would have some something Jewish in their logo, so everyone knew that the Jews were that they were Jew friendly to the Jews, right? Um, was there some kind of quota, um, like at Harvard, where where people who like Jews who weren't as uh, qualified could get in um, and take spots that belonged to people who were more qualified, right? That is is that kind of preferential treatment? Um, perhaps, perhaps, but um, they were afraid of Mordechai. Afraid of Mordechai. What did Mordechai do? Once again, I, 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 am I, am I, am I beating a dead horse? I would tell you to fast forward or click the hyperlink to the next. I don't, I'm not that organized. I'm just this is just flowing. Um, all the members of the government were afraid of this one man because he was telling the people that they're f- they have the freedom they deserve the basic dignity as human beings to be able to gather freely speak freely worship freely write freely communicate freely and of course to defend themselves with with violence if necessary right right it's it's it sounds like that's some kind of chidush right if if those two simple little things and 
and the whole government structure is is afraid of, is so afraid they don't want to get on the Jews' bad side now, right? Is that the best way to go through the world? I don't that the whole you know all anyone who who is not you is afraid of you. I don't think it's a great way to go through the world, right? But um, certainly, you know, what, as he says in V for Vendetta, uh, <coughs> people should not be afraid of the governments. Governments should be afraid of the people. That's 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 for darn sure. That's for darn sure. <coughs> you know the way that um, the relationship between government and their subjects or their serfs, depending on you know which governments and how you want to look at it. Um, the relationship between the people and the government in in many many countries today is um, is frightening. It's frightening, and uh, I would be in favor of uh, of the government being afraid of its people, rather than the opposite. Kigadol, kigadol, Mordechai beis Hamelech v'shamo holech bechol hamedinas ki ish Mordechai holech v'gadol. Next pasuk was Galad. Because Mordechai was, because great was Mordechai in the house of the king, the Shamo holech bechol medinas and his the Shamo and it sounds like what he said was heard, right? His hearing, his statements, his message, right? Let's say his message. His message went. In all in all of the countries, ki haish Mordechai holech vegadol because the man Mordechai went and he was great, right? So in this pasuk we say that Mordechai was gadol and that his message went, and then at the end we say that he goes and he's great. So we're 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 saying twice that he's gadol and twice that he's holech, right? Which means he was really big, and he was really. Um, <clears throat> not not omnipresent, <clears throat> ubiquitous. <clears throat> he was on the Sunday shows. He was being interviewed. What do you think about this? Right. They had Robin, Robin Leach at his estate. Lifestyles of the rich and Sadiqim. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if anyone catches that. Um. And he calls him a man. Ki ha'ish Mordechai holech. So, um, why? That's an extraneous word. Why call him ha'ish? We know he's a man, right? Why call him the man? And I think, I think that's pointing us back to Perak Aleph Pasuk Chet, where it says, Vashtia kedat ein oinis. Remember that? Right, that was just like fifteen minutes ago when we started reading it, or that's what it you know, that's what it is on forum night, of course. Um, the The party was according to custom; uh, no one was forced. Because so too the melech um, founded al kol rabeso da da da. Lasot all the all the servers in his house to do kirtzon ishvish to do the desire of man and man. Rashi says lasot kirtzon ishvish lechol echad rutzono that everyone should have his desire filled. Right, they should do according to everyone's desire ishvish. Right, everyone has their own desire. Right, so two things come here. I think that at the beginning, 
um, right, there's two different people, two different desires, right? There's multiple desires. And I think that's a, a remez, that's a hint to, to this world we live in now, where you could be sitting right next to someone, you could have the same, you know, same, you know, angle, you see the same thing, you hear the same words, and, and, and when you speak about it after, it's as if you saw two completely different things, right? Um, everyone's just of a completely different mind, but, but, and this is why it's so important that it's Ratzon, that's Kol Ish Ish, the Kol Echad Ratzono, that, that, right, I realize when I speak to people that, um, that, uh, especially people with whom I disagree, that we're not arguing over facts, we're arguing over which facts we want to, um, to pay attention to. We're arguing over which facts seem uh, relevant and important to us, right? The argument is really <clears throat> meta-argument. Because Ratzon, right, Ratzon is, um, is related to the top, the highest sphere called Keter, okay? Keter is, is called Ratzon, right? Keter is Ratzon. And that's what, what, um, that's what dictates which information goes in, which information goes out. It dictates how uh, experiences are understood, how, how facts are understood, how conversations are understood, how, et cetera, et cetera. Which is why you can have two people, right? That's why, you know, you have, um, to take a very, you know, sort of a general example, right? The uh, Jewish leftists will say, oh, because of the Holocaust, so we know what it's like to be oppressed and to not have a home, so we have to be good to the Palestinians, right? That's, everyone's heard that line, something like that line. And we also have people that say, well, we learn from the Holocaust, never again. Right? Every Jew at 22. Right? There's people out there that, that mean to do us harm. And we have to uh, we have to strike first, like the Halacha says. Right? So you have two different people seeing the same exact, uh, you know, fact. And and using, and, and according to their rut zone, according to what they want, right? They take that fact, they take that idea, <coughs> and they turn it <coughs> to... Um, to their needs, right? Everyone does this. Um, this is how we function, right? Because everyone has a ratzon. Everyone, ha- everyone sees the world through the lens of their own desires uh, at, a, at a very basic level, right? So I want to say that in the beginning, when is it a dangerous situation for Am Yisrael? When there's a lot of ratzonot, right? It's dangerous for Am Yisrael when the traditional order gets disrupted, right? Um, oddly enough, it's the Jews that so often um, upset that traditional order, but that's, you know, that's not the topic for right now. Um, but, right, we know that in, in Germany in the 30s and 40s, there was a lot of intermarriage, there was a lot of uh, uh, the reform, of course. There was there was transgender clinics um, in Germany at that time, right? Um, 
it's a bad it's a bad sign. That's that that means that the morality is breaking down, law and order is breaking down, um, and it's not good for and it's you know traditionally been bad for Am Israel, uh, especially in times like that. Okay, so so in a world of ish for ish, ratzon for ratzon, it's not good for us. What is good for us? Ki ha'ish Mordechai holech v'gadol that that the ratzon of the tzaddik is uh, vibrant, is is well known, is famous, is powerful, right? Because the ratzon of the tzaddik is just to perfect the world and make the world a more godly place and help Am Yisrael. <coughs> um, Advance in our vote as Hashem, and so we can we can help uh, influence the whole world for the good. You know, far be it for me to tell the tzaddikim what they should think or feel, but I think that's part of the plan, right, for being a tzaddik. Um, so that's one thing. That's another aspect to the geula, that the the the, the, the just the rutzon of the tzaddik is important, and is elevated. <coughs> And another thing, I think, um, and I think this 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 to me feels like achshavi, uh, relevant to to today, is that he's lauded as an ish, ish being a remez to rutzon, just for having rutzon. He's great. Right, right. We live in a world where everything is everything's really difficult. Right, um, we have all the physical comfort, all the physical food, all the medicines. We live in you know concrete houses that 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 you know are impervious to wind and rain and heat. All that's amazing. Thank God, I'm not complaining. But then <clears throat> we're kind of left with a lot of free time to um, to just kind of sink into our own uh, egos, into the you know into the own black holes. Uh, in our own heads and hearts, um, in a way that that previous generations and the previous and you know just couldn't. They just didn't have the option of free time that I do. It's not. It just wasn't a thing, right? Um, and it can be easy to just kind of give up, right? That's what we're seeing with the the bechor in Sipor Maisios, right? It's easy to give up. The world is the world is scary. The world is heavy. The world is big, right? And sometimes it just feels like you know what? Let it go. Just put my head down. Shut my mouth. You know, quit caring so much. Quit being so interested. Quit quit trying so damn hard. You know. No one here gets out alive. So what do you care, David? Right? You get to be uh, king of the world. Are you sleeping on a park bench? Okay, someday it's all you. You know, so it's easy to get bogged down. Easy to get bogged down, especially right here. I mean, Mordechai is 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 amongst the people that up until recently had a, a uh, decree of death on their head, just kind of hanging out. And you know, it's like when I during Corona, I'm, I'm an electrician, so I go into people's houses. Um, and I was going to people's houses, and the people weren't leaving their homes. Everyone's home. You know, different houses had different levels of of, uh, of fear, and do I have to wear a mask, and yada yada. Um, I actually went 
to the very, very early on, I went to someone's house to do some work, and as I was there, the, the Bezik technician came in just after me, and I walk in the house, and the guy, like, like sprayed me with, you know, you know, hand sanitizer or, or, or Lysol or something, I don't even remember, he made me, made me, like, sanitize my hands or something, and I'm like, this is ridiculous, fine, whatever, and, um, and then the Bezik technician comes in, and he says, uh, and the guy makes him do, you know, also to clean off his hands. And the Bezik technician says, yeah, it's good, good. Now you have to be afraid. And I said, whoa. No, I, I stopped him. I don't know this person. I said, bro. I said, you do not have to be afraid. A sore. You cannot be afraid. You want to be careful? Okay, be careful. Don't be afraid. Right? And it... It felt to me, and this is, you know, this is my, once again, I don't really pay attention to Israeli media. Um, I don't really hang on to, to so much news, but, but obviously people that were tapped into mainstream media were being told to be afraid. They were, they were being sold this, this vision of fear. And um, it just, I just kind of, no, don't be afraid. Like, I have a rutzone. I want, I, I want to get out of this. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be stuck in this, right? But the rutzone that they were teaching people that they were training people to have was that I have to be afraid right and um, and so I think in a time in a dark time like Mordechai lived in um, just to have desire just have Ratzon made him great Vayaku vayaku hayhudim bechol oivehem makas cherev vehereg vaavdon vayaasu bisonehem kirtzainim. Ah, and they smote the Jews on all of their literally to hit vayak. They hit the Jews um, on all of their on all of their enemies a makat cherev a hitting of the sword. The herig, which I looked up, it's herig means decapitation by sword. So they were smacking people with their swords. They're cutting people's heads off. The avdan, which I think the best way to describe it is uh, destruction until uh, you're forgotten, right? Like, like you, you know, just you know, not not just like a bullet to the head. It's like bullet to the head. Uh, you know, burn your house down, uh, exile your family, or kill your family. Um, and uh, you know, burn your passports. And they did to their enemies according to their will. There's that will. Oh, Ratzon, great, right there, right there, Ratzon. Just after they see Mordechai Haish, he's an Ish because he has Ratzon. Now Am Yisrael, they're doing Kirtzonim. I want to be like him. He's a man. He's a man. He's strong. He believes in something. He wants something. He wants to make the world a better place. He wants freedom. He wants, he wants, uh, he, he wants change. He wants aura v'simcha v'asasun v'yikar. He's dressed like a, like a mensch, right? I want to be like him, right? He's a strong man. He's a healthy man. He's a metukan man. I see his desire. I want to emulate it. I want to be like him, right? So I'm going to fight my enemies, Right? There's different Siddiqim for different generations. Right? Different Siddiqim have, have different Tafkidim, right? 
different avodas, right? The avoda of the Baal Shem Tov, the the avoda of the Baal Tanya, the avoda of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, the avoda of Rabbi Nachman, the avoda the avoda of of uh, you know Rajbi, etc. The Vilna Gaon, every tzaddik, every tzaddik has his ratzon, what he's trying to bring out, and every every chassid, you know, or talmud, has has his way of filling at, of fulfilling the ratzon of his teacher, right? And and so they, Am Yisrael was then doing kirtzonim, right? They're doing. Their rutzon was aroused by the rutzon of the tzaddik, and they had desire, and they cut people's freaking heads off, and it was awesome. Uveshushan habira hargu hayudim vaabed chamesh mot ish, and in capital city of Shushan, right? So we we're talking we're like panning out. These are all the all the bigger places far out in the world. Going back to Shushan, Shushan habira capital city hargu. The Jews killed vaabed and. Lost, right? Uh, destroyed, extinguished. Chamesh Murish, five hundred people. Ve'et parshan data ve'et dalfon ve'et aspata ve'et porata ve'et adalia ve'et aridasa ve'et parmashta ve'et arisa ve'et aridai ve'et zayva ve'et vayzasa. Aser penei haman penamaratatzor hayudim haragu uvabiza lo shachu et yadam. Okay, <clears throat> so in Shushan they killed five hundred people, and they killed Parshandata, Dalfon, Aspasa, Porasa, Adalia, Aridasa, Parmashta, Arisai, Aridai, Vaizasa, the ten sons of Haman, the Hamadata, son of Hamadata, Surer Hayehudim, the enemy of the Jews, Haragu. They killed, they were killed, Haragu, or they killed them. I don't know. Uvabiza lo yadam, and the spoils, the booty, they did not, uh, they did not um, set their hands against them. Uh, Rashi says, "Aser spinei haman, the ten sons of haman." Right to the seder oilam, I saw in a book says Rashi called seder oilam elu asara shekatvu uh, sitna al Yehuda v'yushalayim. I was just learning. I was just listening to a shir before as I was um, cleaning up with my kids. Right, that there were, during Ezra's time, if I remember correctly, uh, during Ezra's time when they came back, there was a group of uh, rabble-rousers that uh, wrote something called a sitna, which is a type of letter of, of uh, complaint, of petition to the government, um, that these ten men wrote this letter, right, Regarding Yehudi Yerushalayim, Kamoshikatsu B'Sefer Ezra, Uvimachud, right? They wrote a letter to the king, I think Koresh, telling him that they wanted to build the Beit Hamikdash as a fortress so that we could avoid paying taxes, something like that. So he shut down our building project on their behalf. Uvimachus Achashverosh B'Tchilat Malchuto Katvu Sitna Al Yoshev Yehudi Yerushalayim. And in Malchus Achashverosh, he goes on. The beginning of his of his malchus of his reign of sovereignty, they wrote these ten men wrote another sitna regarding those who dwelled in Yehuda and Yerushalayim. Umahia sitna levatel haolim min hagoyla bimei koyresh shitchilu livnot et habayit. Right. So the sitna was, what was the complaint? What did they? What was the claim they made against 
Koresh. They said that they, he should cancel um, letting people go up from the exile into Eretz Israel. <clears throat> because they're going to start building their, their bias. They're going to start building the base of English again. Vahalshinu alehem hakutim, and the kutim told on them, Vahachdilum ukashemet koresh, and they were they were told on by the kutim and the chadilum, I guess. Ukashemet koresh, and when koresh died, umelech achashverosh, ve hit naseh, ve umalach achashverosh, and when koresh died, and achashverosh was kinged, Vihit Nase Haman, and when he uh when Akashvarish elevated Haman, Daag Shalovya Asku Otan Shabir Shalaim, Bavinyan Vishalhu, Bishem Akashvarish Lusari of Evarhanahar, Levatalan. Right, so so whilst these ten whilst Haman was elevated, these I guess the ten men, Daag, they they were concerned, or Akashvarosh. Or Haman. Haman? I think the, the pronoun da'ag goes back to Haman. Haman was concerned that they should not work. Shaliyasku Osan, those that are in Shalom should not work on building Beit HaMikdash. And they sent a letter. These ten men sent a letter uh, in the name of Achashverosh to the ministers ever in Nahar Levatalan across the, across the sea to prevent people from getting to Eretz Israel. Um... Well, that's a, that's a mouthful. There's a lot going on there. Uh, essentially, it means these ten these ten men. Uh, we had a bone to pick with them, right? So, meanwhile, they're doing what you know. They're 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 on the board of various uh, you know energy companies in Ukraine. You know, they're filming themselves smoking crack with uh, prostitutes, etc. You know, giving ten percent to the big guy. Um, while they're doing that, they're also making sure that Eretz Israel. Um, that you know that the embassy stayed in Tel Aviv, uh, that uh, it, you know they they made sure that uh, the Palestinian Authority got money, even though they were supporting terrorism. Um, right, they were really um, trying to make sure that Eretz Israel stayed um, stayed as empty as possible, stayed as as underdeveloped as possible. Um, <coughs> right. Um, so it's been, it's been 46 minutes. Thank God. I hope, I hope you're, if anyone's still here with me, I don't know, but, um, getting very exciting. I know we're moving slow. There's a lot going on, but we are getting close to the end. Ted is a long chapter, but we're getting there. Um, all right, let me just, in the last rush, we'll finish it for today. Um, so they kill all these people and then... And the biza and the booty lo shalchu et yadam. And on the booty, they didn't send out their hands. And Rashi says shelo yiten hamelech ayin sara b'mamon. Right? They left the spoils because they were concerned that the king would put an ayin hara on their mamon. Right? That the king would kind of, you know, if the king couldn't go through the uh, the personal effects of these five hundred and ten people killed, um then he might be concerned that the Jews were, uh, you know, taking advantage of his generosity and helping themselves to some of his, the king's, uh, you know, rightful treasures.
right? So we're not, you know, we're, we got, we got some freedom, but, uh, you know, we're, we're still afraid of the king, right? Once again, Ahasuerus is still a threat, right? We still live in Gaulus. We still live under a Persian, um, monarch. Um, and so that's, <coughs> that's going to be, it's, it's not going to be complete. We know it's not going to be complete. Um, fine. Signing off for now. I hope you enjoyed. If you, if, once again, if anyone's still here, and have a wonderful evening.